podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Colin McGuigan for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Delighted to be joined by Dev Sani. This is our first ever IFL, you know. This is an iconic moment, mate. It's been a long time coming, I think. I think it's been it's been too long, actually. Yes. The last time you were in Belfast, you said earlier at the press conference was Frampton in 2019. Good to be back. 2018, August 2018, where uh, Carl Frampton got his big homecoming. It was Luke Jackson in there, and Tyson Fury was on the undercard. And Carl, you know, great thing that Carl Frampton can say, you know, Tyson Fury was on his undercard against Pianetta. Wilder was in town. In uh, is this Ireland's most bombed hotel, the Europa? And he was in there saying bomb squad and also what what an iconic, ridiculous moment. But Deontay Wilder was in town all week. They had a little face off at the end as well. I love Belfast. Like when when I first joined uh, Box Nation, it's back in like 2014 or something. Within a couple of months, I um I got sent on a bit of an assignment to Belfast for. Uh, Frampton against Kiko Martinez, so I was there at the, the Titanic quarter when he won the world title. So I've just always had very fond memories of this city. So great to be back, mate, and, and great to speak to you, by the way. I've been quietly watching your, your work from afar. Well done. Appreciate that. Actually, that time you were speaking of Fury, which was mad, was on the undercard of Frampton. Billy Joe Saunders actually <laughs> threw a, a half chicken at Deontay Wilder. Do you remember that? Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't there. I I remember I was at a uh, I was at a dinner that night, and I just remember like people's phones started going, people's phones started going off, and uh, I was getting messages saying Billy Joe's throwing a chicken at Deontay Wilder. So um, yeah, just amazing. Billy Joe Saunders, what a character! I mean, boxing misses him. You really made me laugh with that. How on earth does that happen? Because I'm thinking back now to the actual video now where Wilder's confronting him, and Billy Joe's going, "Yeah, what?" <laughs> What? And like he, he went for it, but so funny. Yeah, horrendous though. But like, that's a good uh, Billy Joe impression. Actually, I might have to get you to do a few impressions. Yeah, people actually, no, I'm, I'm not good at impressions. Full stop. But people say my voice sometimes sounds a bit like Billy Joe Saunders. Um, so yeah, it's it's there, it's there. Back in Belfast for a Michael Conlon world title fight. How big of a moment is this? And obviously for Queensbury as well, co-promoting alongside Condon Boxing and Top Rank. This is a massive platform for Michael at home to win a world title. Do you think he can do it on Saturday night? I think he's got every chance. I think that this is um, this is what dreams are made of, really, in terms of Mick Conlon. The, the story keeps evolving. You know, he had the being robbed at the Olympics, doing the middle finger. You know, if he'd have won, would he have got as much press? Would he have had as much fanfare turning over? Things happen for a reason sometimes, and the uh, the Lee Wood loss ended up being a fight of the year. Maybe his profile went up after that a little bit as well, and it all just adds to the story. But you could be in a place where the story maybe culminates on Saturday night. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't write it, right? I mean, this is Belfast. It's in front of his fans. The thing is, Lopez is really good. He looks really good, and he's he's not going to be phased by anything. The fact that he went to Josh Warrington in Leeds, so it's Warrington away, right? Um, he's got the fans who can be very hostile in Leeds. I've witnessed that up close. We used to promote Josh Warrington. So the fans can be hostile. He's got Josh Warrington fighting how Josh Warrington fights at times, and it got a bit rough in there. He's got all of those things going against him, and he's still emerged as the world champion away from home in Leeds. So he's got something about him, this Lopez fella. But so has Mick Conlon. And um, I think with the Belfast fans behind him, he could well pull it off. I want to touch on two Queensbury fighters first. 
We'll start with Anthony Kakachi. A lot of people in, in Belfast and Ireland as a whole, I, I won't say they're not happy with Queensbury, but they feel that Anthony Kakachi could have been moved better throughout his career. He's at a point now where he's just coming home to Belfast on a Michael Conlon on their card, which is great, but we'd like to see him more active. Would you like to see Anthony Kakachi more active and, and in bigger fights going forward? And You know, we spoke today, maybe that Cordina fight. Yeah, look, I, th I think we'd all like to see Kakachi fight more. He's, he's a great fighter. Um, he's, he's not really had a great run of luck, to be honest. I, I've seen him on, on bill updates that go, go around the office and then, then it will come off. And I, I, I don't know why, but it's never really been smooth sailing. But hopefully, on Saturday, I, I, I don't think he appreciates what a, what a sort of pop he's going to get from the crowd because it's also his homecoming and they're going to be packed out in there for him and I think he's going to have a little bit of a moment and hopefully it's a moment that does something inside of him to be like, you know what, yeah, this is it. The Apache is in town, 34 years old. It's time to go and get, you know, one of the big boys, Cordina Cacacci. I've said it in the press, it sounds like a, an Italian title fight rather than, you know, the, the full world title but it sounds it's got a great ring to it. Cordina has spoken about Cacacci as well. But he's got to focus on this this pole in front of him, this pole based in Southampton, who um, apparently is quite decent. He's training with Ryan Garner and all those boys down there with Wayne Batten. And, um, yeah, you know, a good Kikachi performance, and hopefully it starts something. Pierce O'Leary also on this card, and a lot of people are very excited for Pierce's development. He's been moving well at Queensbury. Now he's at the point where he feels like he would be able to maybe start headlining in Dublin himself within the next 6 to 12 months. Mm -hmm. Is that on the radar for Queensbury? Is that something that you would like to see Queensbury come to Dublin and do shows with, with Pierce O'Leary as a headline? Because he really is a main attraction at the moment down there. So he's he's spoken about this. So I, on my understanding is he's he's spoken with you know with Frank and George and and he's got sort of he's been told good things about that prospect. Um, obviously Francis is his manager as well, and he will be banging onto Francis all the time. He's been talking about home soil for a little while. It doesn't get more home soil than Dublin, so I'm sure it's something on his mind. He he could be a superstar, by the way. He's like, the way he speaks, it's so captivating. The way he fights is so captivating. The way he makes horse noises is captivating as well. I don't know if you if you saw that across social media. That, absolutely, when have you ever seen that? But I was, we was just in a in a field. You know, there's a field next to the eye box. And he starts making these horse noises. I'm like, what is he doing? And then these horses start coming around the corner. Yeah. So what a, what a character Pierce O'Leary is. Um, he's going to be a lot of fun. And big bangs are in form right now. And as you said, he doesn't bang everything. He doesn't bang everything, allegedly. Zile Zhang, of course, does bang everything quite, quite famously now. Moving on. Over in Manchester this week, there's another massive fight. A potential unification after this fight this weekend. How do you think the the fight in Manchester goes this weekend? I didn't know there were any other fights on. <laughs> of course you didn't. Know. <laughs> I just um, look. There's there's three excellent fights on by the way. Three excellent shows on. Um, how do I see that Manchester fight going? I have so much admiration for Lee Wood for jumping right back in. I have admiration for him for taking the fight in the first place because no one was forcing him to take that fight. He took on a, like a, it wasn't his mandatory, was he? Unless, unless I'm mistaken, it wasn't his mandatory. He just thought, you know what? Get me a bit of Lara. And he almost did it, but he got chinned in the end. He got, he got tagged, he got hit very hard and heavy. Um, how do I see it going this time? I, uh, yeah, I really want Lee Wood to win because I really like him. I think it's going to be tough though, um, and maybe it happens again, the same thing a bit earlier, but I'm, 
I'm fully behind them. I like, I like the camp. Um, I like Ben Davison as a coach as well. I like Lee Wood as a person. I think he's got massive balls. And, um, yeah, hopefully he can pull it off. Got another fight in Bournemouth this weekend. Interesting one because a colleague was up against his old stable mate in Chris Billum-Smith. How do you think that one goes? I can't see past Lawrence Akoli win. I just can't. I think it's him and Opatai who are the best cruiserweights in the world. Um, and, you know, you, people can say what they like about his style. No one's cracked it yet. You know, sometimes he... You know, he had a little run, a little purple patch where he was just knocking people out um, initially, I think, when he got with Shane. And maybe we'll see that Akoli back. Maybe after what happened in the last fight, um, you know, the sort of reviews that he got... Maybe that's going to instill something in him. Maybe the rivalry, seeing Shane in the opposite corner. Maybe all of that will instill something in him. Maybe you see the best Lawrence Akoli ever. Um, I can't see a way Chris Willem-Smith wins the fight. The best thing he's got going for him in, in this is that he's got the Bournemouth fans behind him and he's got a, a world-class trainer. Uh, maybe that's enough, but I can see Lawrence Akoli doing what he needs to do. You mentioned someone there, and it brings me on to my next point. Jay Opatai has been rumoured to possibly fight Tyson Fury, which seems outrageous, but Tyson Fury does outrageous things at times. We've seen him mentioned, we've seen Dempsey McKean mentioned. I spoke to Eddie on Zoom on Tuesday, and I mentioned the Dempsey McKean fight. He's open to it. Do you think this is... When I spoke to Bob Arum, he said that, you know, Tyson Fury says these things and the next day he'll change his mind and when he speaks to, to Frank, he'll, he'll give another opinion of someone else. Do you really believe Tyson Fury wants to fight in Australia and maybe against Dempsey McKean or Jay up there? I don't know. I think, look, with Tyson Fury, what we've learned is that really anything is possible and Tyson Fury is, is the man in charge. He's the, the number one heavyweight in the world. He's one of the biggest stars that we've seen in boxing. And when he wants to do something, he'll do it. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer's going to be. I think he was in Tenerife a few weeks ago doing something there, doing a tour there. He was talking about fighting in a ball ring. Um, if, he, if he's in, you know, somewhere else, if he's, like, in India next week, he's going to talk about a big fight at the Taj Mahal. Like, I don't know. But you just never know. That's the thing with Tyson Fury. He's, um, he's a big character. Everything he says creates headlines. And he... Um, He's very good at keeping in the headlines and keeping us entertained. I think that's the title there. Tyson Fury will fight in the Taj Mahal. Dev Sani. <laughs> Definitely not. That's that's the title that could probably get me sacked. <laughs> in terms of Tyson himself, who would you like to see him fight? I whenever I was speaking to Bob earlier, I mentioned the Usyk fight in Saudi. He tells me that he actually thinks that fight will happen, and he said that he also believes that Wilder knocks AJ out easy. Are you of the same opinion? So, who would I like to see Tyson Fury fight? Obviously, look, it, the, the Usyk fight is is the one, really. That's the, the remaining question, especially since Joe Joyce you know, lost to Zile Zang. Joe Joyce was the other big emerging threat that you couldn't ignore. He's now got to get it back against Zile Zang to be that guy again. Um, Usyk's the one. Obviously, I'd like to see him fight Anthony Joshua as well. Just, you know, I'm pretty sure I know how that fight goes, but it's it would be good to finally see it. Um, but look, him him against anyone, it, it just it works. So hopefully, I just want to see him fight, and hopefully we get to see that. Regarding Wilder Joshua, what, what did Bob say? He said he thinks Wilder would beat Joshua easy and knock him out in the first few rounds. Are you of the same opinion? I think that that is the reason that we haven't seen the fight. You think that's why we won't see that fight, or you think it'll happen? I think if there's enough money, it, it will happen. It will be a real cash-out moment. 
Um, look, I've always I've always felt that Wilder will knock Joshua out. It's um, it's difficult. You you say that in boxing, right? And it's like Cole Froch said this the other week. He said that he believes Wilder will knock Joshua out. Suddenly, it's disrespectful. It's not disrespectful to pick one boxer to defeat another in, in a boxing match by a method that is available to him to win. It's um, boxing fans, especially Anthony Joshua fans, can be sensitive about this. Um, my feeling is Deontay Wilder does knock him out. It always has been. I, d I don't think Joshua would, especially right now where he's sort of second guessing the sort of fighter that he is and all of that. While he's while he's second guessing what what he's going to do in there, Wilder's already thrown his punch, and that's that's bad news. Bob also said to me that Zhang Joyce is done. Is that done then? That it's going to happen in China, or do you know anything about that? I don't know anything about it. The only the only thing I know is that Joyce activated his rematch clause. So the where, the when, and and the how are. No idea. Could you see it likely landing in China? Do you think that would be a good option? I don't know. I personally, I'd love to go to China. I, I haven't been, so I've, I've heard some great things. If it does land there, great. Get me on that plane. You know, I'll take my chopsticks and all. I will have all sorts of fun. Spence Crawford was announced this week. Really intriguing fight. Well, actually, it hasn't been officially announced, but it, no. it has and it hasn't. Yeah. And I'm at the point where with this fight, I'm kind of waiting. Okay, until I see official announcement from BBC and Showtime, it's not official. How do you think that one goes when it finally does happen? Yeah, it's not official, but this one this one feels right, though, right? I mean, Terence Crawford did a, a very elaborate Instagram post, a, a multitude of images which all sort of led to him holding up, was it a shark on a pitchfork? Suggesting, presumably, that's Big Fish, Cheryl Spence, right? Um, yeah, I th it sounds like it's done, the fact that he's doing that. Reputable people are reporting on it. Great fight, at last. Um, I'd... I'd always picked Errol Spence to win that fight. I, I'd always thought he was just too big. Um, you know, uh, Terence Crawford came up from lightweight and then he went to light welter and to welter. Um, whereas Errol Spence, we've only seen at welter, right? And he could probably go up to maybe even like middleweight. He's a big, big, thick guy. However, I've recently changed my mind after seeing what Terence Crawford did to like Avenition, and he's just, he's so good. He's so good. And I, uh, when was the last time we saw Spence fight? It's been a while, right? I think we last seen him fight, yeah. Maybe, what was that, 12 months ago? Yeah, it feels even longer than that. I've, I've, some of these guys are really inactive. I think Crawford, like, I think he's been a tad more active. Uh, I, I would just about pick him to win. Great fight, though. Great fight. I uh, was also speaking to Bob about Eddie Hearn and about how Eddie's comments about being the best promoter in the world and putting on these shows in Guadalajara and Mexico, putting on maybe shows throughout America. What do you make of those comments that maybe Matchroom are globally much higher than everyone else? Is it because that maybe Queensbury have this deal with top rank that you guys don't go to the US because there's no real means to do so? I think look, every promoter is going to say they're the best promoter in the world, right? You, you can't imagine Eddie Hearn going to market saying, by the way, guys, we're actually the second best promoter in the world. Like, it's not a line, is it? You don't go to market with it. But um, yeah, obviously, they've got their global thing going on. Queensbury largely focus on British. And um, you know, we've got some great things going on with BT Sport. We're, we're doing amazing things. You know, Tyson Fury, 94,000 people, BT Box Office, you know, they, they really are. They, are they the best global promoters? Well, really, they're kind of the only ones who are trying to trying to even do that. No one else is really trying to do it. So, if no one else is trying to do it, you're going to be the best ones, right? But look, everyone everyone's doing a great job, and I I, I watch all their shows. I'm a design subscriber. Um, 
and, and yeah, look, they've got a good one this weekend as well in, in Laurel Woods. And, and it's good that they're talking, by the way, like George and Eddie. There seems to be a good relationship there. And they're agreeing on ring walk times as well, making fights like John Ryder against Zach Parker. There's a good relationship, and hopefully we can just like keep it sweet and get all the fights that, that everyone wants between the two stables. Finally with you. You said you're not good at impressions. I was going to get you to do an impression, but I'm not going to get you to, right? You're you're a big one for like a dad joke, so I see you all over the internet with these ridiculous jokes. And actually, like I I reply to you all the time laughing at them. Some of them are outrageous. Some of them are horrendous. Give me on the spot your best dad joke right now. This is very tough because I am constantly making jokes every day, and they're they're sort of more replies to things. Um, what goes ha ha bonk? A man laughing his head off. On that note, Dev Sani, thank you very much. That maybe wasn't your best, but it may go down well. We'll see. We'll see what the comments are saying. Thank you very much for your time. We'll catch up after the fight Saturday night. Really appreciate it, mate. See you later, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network.